When I die, hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Some glad morning when this life is sore, I'll fly away. To that home on God's celestial shore.
Shot your woman down Yes, oh yes, my name is Willie Lee If you've got a warrant, just read it to me Shot her down, cause she made me slow I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more Train and they took me back 
rotter carcass in that county jail. The next morning, about a half past nine, I spied a sheriff coming down the line. He kind of coughed as he cleared his throat. He said, come on, you dirty hack to the district court. Into the courtroom my trial began, where I was held by twelve honest men. Just before the jury started out, I saw that dirty judge commence to look about. on me the judge smiled as he picked up his pen 99 years in the Folsom State pen 99 years underneath that ground I can't forget the day I shot that bad bitch down come on you gotta listen on to me lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine T-shirt time? Yeah! What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 1210. It's t-shirt Woo! time. T-shirt oh. time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh my yeah, God, yeah. shut up now. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody shut know up. so they put their t-shirts on. Put your t-shirts on and today's t-shirt it's my Mona Lisa of t-shirts. Today is the four coaches from Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted, Coach Wolf, that son of a fucking bitch, Nate. Oh, I want to take him off this shirt, but it may, he makes the shirt good. And of course, of course, the one, the only, the man with the plan. He's every fucking way, Roy Kent. Roy Kent. Roy Kent. He's there. He's there. He's every fucking where. Today's shirt. I love this shirt. Oh, 
My Ted Lasso shirt. Fantastic. Picked it up yesterday. Now I got to talk about yesterday. I'm going to talk about yesterday. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Lots and lots of stuff to talk about. You got a, you got a full-fledged show today. I mean, Jesus, we got celebrity-ass deathmatch, the biggest crybabies, so the Mount Rushmore crybabies. Cover song Friday, first three covers, I'll Fly Away by Alabama. Cover an old Roy Acuff song. That was the first person I ever heard who sang I'll Fly Away, and that was back in, like, the, the 50s. I wasn't alive, but I heard the recording. Then we had Aaron Tippin, and he did the cover of I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, Hank Williams' song. By the way, the only place to find that is on the Beverly Hillbillies soundtrack. So you got to search high and low for that one, which I did, and I found it. And then you got Hank the Third doing a Johnny Cash song, Cocaine Blues. So uh, cover songs have started off strong today, and they only seem to get stronger. Three weeks in a row now. Is this three or four weeks in a row of cover song Fridays? I love it! By the way, brand new up on the social media, Christopher. Great job on the uh, what, the Eternals. It's not Externals. It's the Eternals. New movie from Marvel. Going to make a mint this weekend. I have no idea what the movie's about, and that's why we got Christopher to go see these movies I don't know about or I don't want to see. Christopher, great job. Awesome writing yet again. Knocking it out of the park. Amazing. Good mornings going out to Hangtown Jen. She's back. Happy Friday. And first one here. Look at that. She said, I haven't been able to uh, get phone to log in. Trying this differently. Logging in through a computer before I leave for work. Hopefully this works. Been missing y'all. Well, we've been missing you too. Bradster says, top of the morning. Big and assets as well. Right back to you. In front says, happy Friday ass family. Hot mama says, happy Friday ass. Well, happy Friday back to you. Douglas says, good morning and happy Friday. Dominic, what is happening, Dominic? Good morning, Nas family. Hope that everyone has a great Friday. Braddy Kid in the house. Braddy Kid, I hope that you have a spectacular day. Alicia says, morning, y'all. Got my workouts done. Baby's getting fed before school. And now have the morning with my fave ass fam. All right. Erised is in the house. Good morning, Erised. Mike D says, good morning and happy Friday, folks. Derek. Says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Have a great weekend. Hangtown Jen says, I'm so ready for the show. Missed all the stylings of Arnie. At least says, I still need to watch Yellowstone. Oh, my God. I cannot wait until Sunday night. We just started watching Mindhunters so far. Definitely recommend. Uh, Braddy Kid says, good morning again. Well, good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope that your day is even extra spectacular now that you've said good morning twice uh all right so before we start talking about all the news and stuff we got to go back to yesterday yesterday was free taco day a lot of people on social media wondering how many tacos i got well found this out about dallas fort worth metroplex you know in sacramento i lived in sacramento for almost 20 years and lived in reno for like seven years before that the thing about sacramento is Sacramento loves their Taco Bells. Sacramento, there's a Taco Bell on almost every fucking corner. And I ain't got a problem with that. I like Taco Bell. Until they took away the Mexican pizza. Then they can go fuck themselves. But yesterday, due to the stolen base in the World Series that the Atlanta Braves won, and to the city of Houston once again... (laughs) 
Um, so we went out yesterday. We had a lot of running to do. We had yesterday was our Bucky's run. If you don't know what Bucky's is, Bucky's is the world's greatest gas station. That's all there is to it. If you ever see something that says B-U-C in an apostrophe C-E-E-S, it's Bucky's. It's not Boosie's. It's not whatever these fucking yahoos on the internet call it. It's Bucky's. Bucky's has a barbecue pit in the middle of a gas station, and it's decent. It's not great. It's decent. They have a whole bakery in there. You can get you some kolaches, which are just fancy word for Danish. Got an icy station. They got a grocery store. They got a general store. They got everything. So we go to Bucky's once a week to get Copenhagen because it's cheaper at Bucky's. So we went to the Bucky's up in McKinney near near Denton instead of going to the one that's like ten minutes away because we had a bunch of running to do. I had to pick up my t-shirts and I got I, I got two more for next week. So we had to go up to Allen, had to do that, had to go to the container store, which is right there in Allen, had to do a bunch of running. So we knew we were going to hit some Taco Bells on the way. Well, here in Texas, Taco Bells aren't as uh, prevalent as they are in Sacramento. There's a lot, don't get me wrong, but there's way more fucking Sonics than anything. If your city in Texas ain't got a Sonic, you ain't a city in Texas. I live in Rockwall. Rockwell's not the biggest. We only have one high school. Well, we got one, yeah, one high school here. I lived in Garland before. I grew up in Garland. Garland, we got like six. Do they have jerky in front? Oh, my God. They got so much goddamn jerky at Bucky's, it's unbelievable. So in Rockwell alone, we have three Sonics. I'm not kidding. We've got three Sonics and two Chick-fil-A's here. And only one Taco Bell. We only got one Whataburger, and it's the worst Whataburger I've ever been to. It's fucking shit. So we're, we're off. We, we stopped in Wiley yesterday at the first Taco Bell. We did just the drive through thing. We got two. And they asked how many people in the car. I could have said 17, but just did two. So we're driving, we're driving, and then we, we, we find another one. We find the... Uh, Remember, remember the 5th of November. What's the 5th? Did, did I miss something? Is today the 5th? Uh, uh, anyway, we'll get, I, I don't know what that means. but So um, we get to Allen. We get to, we do T-shirt store, do container store. There's Taco Bell right across the street. So we did the drive through thing, and then I sent Brady Kid in to get more tacos to say, hey, Kid's out in the car. He's not feeling good. Can I get him a taco? So we got the two in the drive-thru, and they asked again, how many are there? I said two. She went in to get an extra taco, and they wouldn't give it to her because they got to see the person, which is a new wrinkle. I've never heard of that. So we only got one on the inside trip. Okay. Starting to feel a little, uh, little perturbed now at this time. So then... We're driving. We got to go up to Bucky's, which is another seven miles north. So we get on the freeway. We're driving. We're looking. We're bird dogging, as I called it. Oh, it's from B from Videtta. Okay, thank you, Douglas. I've never seen that movie. Um, we're driving, and on one of them signs it says, "You know what's at the next exit?" We see Taco Bell. So I cross over two lanes of fucking traffic. 
have to drive through a post office parking lot and then around the back of the Taco Bell to get to the Taco Bell drive-thru. So now I'm going to try something new here with this Taco Bell. Get to the drive-thru. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't hardly understand it. You need to watch V for... I, yeah, I've always wanted to watch it. I, I might try to do that this weekend before Yellowstone. We, I, I, I'm not sure yet. I got to finish up Ted Lasso season two again. Been watching the shit out of that. Go through the drive-thru. I said, yeah, can I get, can I get four? She said, four tacos? I, I said, yeah, there's four of us in the car. And she goes... Yeah, that'll be like six dollars. I said, huh? I, okay. Well, I drove up, drove to the the window, and she goes, yeah, it'll be six dollars. I go, well, there's four of us in the car. She could only see two of us. She goes, no, 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 no. It's only one free taco per car. I said, one free taco per car. There's two of us. You see us. And this lady was not budging. And I looked at her and said, well, keep your fucking tacos in. And I just drove off. One per car. I was not happy about that. Not happy about that at all. I'm still not happy about it. So you know what? I'm going to do something about it right now. We're going to do something. Oh, crap. This doesn't have the phone number on it. Taco Bell and McKinney. Oh, I was, oh, ooh, there's the phone number. Yes, it does. It does have the phone number on there. Okay. Hold on a second here. Got to make this phone call. All right. Close that. All right. Star 67 I was going to call the corporate office, but I didn't get around to it, so sorry. Yeah, I was wondering what your policy was yesterday on the free tacos in the drive-thru. Uh-huh. Like, there were four of us in the car, and they said we could only get one taco free. I don't know. This is uh, no work to, uh, yesterday. You, you no worked yesterday, so you don't know? Is there a manager there? Know. Because that was a bunch of crap. That lady was rude yesterday. Rude. Oh, wait. Did she hang up on me? Bitch hung up on me. We're going to be calling corporate in a little while. I got, I got way too much stuff to get to before I call corporate, but, but that's what I was dealing with. So I said, fuck it, I'm done. I'm done with Taco Bell. Wash my hands of Taco Bell. We got Taco Casa here instead. Fucking Taco Bell. Yeah, they're going to get a V for Vendetta there at Taco Bell. LVO. And I was fired up yesterday, too, because I got a text message from Tommy. If y'all were flipping channels last night and saw, it was really a great game. High school football game. It was Frisco Liberty against Lovejoy. Big matchup here in the great state of Texas. And who was the head referee? That's right, our boy Tommy. Looking sharp, baby. Looking sharp. He did such a good job because I forgot he was there. He was awesome. His mic didn't work a couple times, but it was pretty fantastic. 
She's new and she doesn't speak English. Yeah. Um, Christopher, I don't know if you heard me say it, but great job on your review earlier. I I, I, I did mention that. And I mentioned you got to set your clocks back. Now we got to talk about the news of the day yesterday and how OSHA is fucking America. I can't see this holding up in court. OSHA came out yesterday and announced new regulations for all large workplaces designed to keep employees safe from the spread of the dangerous and horrible coronavirus. By the way, are y'all tired of coronavirus yet? Because I sure as fuck am. I think I was tired of it last, I don't know, March. Not, not our previous March. Not March 2021. I'm talking about March 2020. I was tired of it. You need the chick saying Bucky's for Thursdays. I, I might have to get that. Bucky's, yay! <laughs> um, so yesterday, OSHA came out and said that 84 million workers will be involved in this. In a country of 330 million people, they're targeting 84 million, the workforce of America. Buenos dias, Soaker. How are you, my friend? Saying that you have to have the vaccination or, now this is the big one here, or you have to get uh, wear a mask and get tested weekly. And by the way, that will be at your own expense. That will not be up to the company to provide masks or provide testing. This falls on you, the worker. OSHA has come out and said if companies do not comply, they will be subject to massive, massive fines. That's not good when a government agency comes out and uses the words massive fines. I don't know how this will hold up in court. And and by the way, yes, I do believe that yesterday was a complete reaction to what happened with the Virginia vote. I believe this is yet another form of punishment the American people are getting because we are not complying with the people that are in charge. That's my personal opinion. You can say that I'm full of shit. You can say I'm crazy. You can agree with me. But isn't it convenient that it came out yesterday that OSHA announced this just one or two days after the Virginia governor was voted out and... And here's the bigger news. The most powerful lawmaker in the state of New Jersey when it comes to the state Senate was voted out, and it was deemed official yesterday that a truck driver who spent $153 on his campaign won. You don't think that party is upset right now? You don't think that party is pissed off at America? Hmm. Companies will have to obtain proof of vaccine from employees and maintain records according to the mandate. 
Employees will have to provide notice if they test positive, and then employers must remove the worker from the workplace. The employees will not be allowed to return until they meet certain requirements. So I ask this question yet again. Will you lose your job if you get COVID? Because we know, we we talked about it yesterday, how the mayor of Los Angeles, who thought he was so powerful, that he needed to go to the global summit, the global climate summit, and he didn't walk. He took a plane. Gigantic carbon footprint there, Mr. Mayor. And he acquired COVID. A man who is fully vaccinated. Jin Pisaki, someone else who is fully vaccinated, has gotten the COVID. So, Let's say, let, let, let's just, let, let, let's put our, our dreaming caps on. Let, let's all live in pretend world, shall we? Let's all believe that, that we get to the, I'll say, 99% mark. Will that finally be enough? Will it finally be enough? Because if we get 99%, look, there's 30 million Americans now who don't have the vaccine. That's the number they're trying to say, who aren't children. 30 million out of a country of 330 million. I would say that's that's close to about 90%, and they're willing to shut down the world. Once again, over these COVID mandates, it was announced yesterday the World Health Organization announced major outbreaks happening in Europe and in China. And Russia is not very far behind. So, where are our leaders saying, stop the flights coming in and going out to Europe, China, and Russia? You want to battle COVID, then battle fucking COVID. Wouldn't that make sense? Europe is a super spreader right now. You stop all incoming flights from there. Sorry. You stop all outgoing flights to there. Sorry. We have to do this for the safety and science. Because if nobody can get here, see, see, this is the weird thing here. If nobody can get here from Europe or China or Russia where there's max spreading going on, how, how is COVID going to spread like wildfire again here? Oh, I, I'm sure they can get in other ways, but you, you you restrict travel to those areas? Now, I know they can take a car and then drive to, I don't know, Egypt or fucking as far down as they want to go and then fly over from there. They can fly into Canada and then drive down. But how, how about that? How about we actually we try to do something that can work? Because we know the masks don't work. By the way, if you don't get vaccinated, you have to subject it to, to mass or tests once a week at your own dime, like I said, and you have to wear a mask in the workplace. You know, wearing a mask, which takes away your identity, which beats you down. I forgot where I read it, but this was some uh, this was a technique that they used back in like the old days, like the old, old, old days. Like, I don't know necessarily near Old Testament days, but but kind of around that era. But, but maybe later, I don't know. 
But that's how they would punish the people is by making them wear masks. So then what, what happens if you're at the workplace? And by the way, if you're at the workplace and you've been vaccinated, why are you getting tested? You don't feel good? I wouldn't tell anybody. I'm not going to say a fucking word because I don't want to miss 10 days of work. I was so relieved to hear my college president say that he would turn back our federal contract so we would not lose good employees to mandate for federal contractors. But now there's this new bullshit. It just doesn't stop. No, it doesn't. It doesn't stop until we comply, until we live on our knees. Wear a mask and surrender your parental rights. Did you hear the story about the two young boys that were vaccinated with adult doses two days before they even had to get don- uh, uh, the, the vaccine by their school district or whatever? It, it, it's very, very sad. It's very sad. This whole coronavirus thing has just been a fucking... I, I, I'm sorry, but it, it's... It's a joke, and and I, I, I think Americans are tired of living in this joke. And yet again, it happened yesterday. Why, I, I, I still don't know why this guy isn't being let out with his hands cuffed. Rand Paul and Dr. Anthony Fauci went at it again yesterday. Ratberger says, uh, the scarlet letter is masks, vaccine cards. Let's just save the BS and get tattoos. They'd push that if they could. They want those that don't follow the overlord's demands, shame to non-existence. It's all very Marxist if you think about it. It is. It completely is. So I guess my, aunt, my question from yesterday has been answered. When I said, will Democrats double down because they know they're not going to have power after next year? Or will they start to give in to save that power? By the way, the Democrats who are not or who are who are doubling down. You don't realize that your area will never vote Democratic again. I.E., the South. All you have to do, look, look, this is history repeating itself yet again. The year 1964, I believe, when Lyndon Baines Johnson allowed black delegates onto the floor of the Democratic National Convention and then signed over a very weak form, which they later revised and made better, the Voting Rights Act, which gave blacks the right to vote in this country. The South was all Democratic then. Why? Because the South, for the last hundred years, had Democrats in office because Democrats were still upset about the Civil War. Sorry about it, but it's true. And they became known as the Dixiecrats. 
and you had the Dixiecrats, and you had them taking on the Northern Liberals. That was the infighting that was going on, just like we have today with the Liberals taking on the Progressives. Now, in 1964, I would imagine we all felt the same as they feel today about the progressives, even though the progressives want to take us to a pretty much socialist workplace. But there's an inner struggle going on in the Democratic Party right now, and we see it happening every day. We see it unfolding every single day on television and on the Internet, everywhere. You have liberals like Joe Manchin, and that, that broad from Arizona. And there, there's going to be more like them. They're not going to get their infrastructure bill passed. It, it, it's a clusterfuck. And it's pissing off the powers that be. Well, in 1964, what happened was all those Dixiecrats, they flipped. They flipped and started voting with the Republicans. Malcolm X, who I, I don't really enjoy his teachings. I don't, I, I've, I've read some of his teachings, and I disagree with them. He was far more militant than Martin Luther King Jr., but he says it best. The white liberal is the most dangerous person on the planet. And now they've been replaced. They're still dangerous as shit by the progressives. They are the most dangerous people on the planet. Manchin and Sema have some huge-ass balls, and I like it. Well, they are what we would call leaders. Now, getting back to yesterday, I would have even more respect for Rand Paul if he just didn't sit on his pulpit and fucking browbeat Anthony Fauci. Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it. But once again, he let, he let Anthony Fauci get away all over this thing called gain of function, where they would take a virus and then they would add to it to find out how strong it could be. Yesterday they were talking about viruses that could lead to pandemics where the mortality rate, this mortality rate of coronavirus, which we're all freaking out over. Remember this. We're all freaking out over 1%. One. One percent. There are things in that lab in Wuhan, and that lab should be burnt to the ground, covered up, and nobody ever walks into it again. Because they have variants in there and diseases in there where the mortality rate is 50%. So for all my comic book fans and all my movie fans, we'll just call that the snap. Virus. You remember when Thanos snapped and half the world's population went away? They have a virus in there that can do that. And we're funding that place. We believe the lies that come out of that place. And we have a, a little man named Anthony Fauci who was responsible for it? The same man who allowed dogs' faces to be eaten by sandflies 
after having their vocal cords removed so they wouldn't have to hear them yelping in pain. I am truly surprised that Anthony Fauci must he I I know he's the highest paid government employee. His wife must make a lot at the FDA and they must have amazing lobbyists that give them money. Because he's got to have the biggest security staff in the world. Look, I, I, I've, I've stopped caring about coronavirus. I'm more mad about the dog thing. Anyone that can be okay with letting a dog get its face eaten off by sand flies, th- that person deserves a dirt nap for a long, long time. But yes, it happened again yesterday. Anthony Fauci was there, and he didn't comply. He didn't admit to it. Rand Paul asked him to admit to it. It it was just, I'd play it for you, but you've already heard it two times before. And we all know the ending. Anthony Fauci walked out of court a free man. I like Rand Paul, but man, oh man, I like his neighbor a lot more for kicking the shit out of him. Because Rand Paul is a pussy. Rand Paul put this guy in jail. I I, I, I don't even know what more to say. (sighs) All right. Moving on from coronavirus because we're all sick and tired of that. Let's go back to China, shall we? You you, you ready to hear this? Because you're going to enjoy this. This is, this is actually funny. Some of the stories that came out yesterday are funny, but they're not funny. China is mocking powerless Joe Biden over the climate summit apology. China has taken president's comments in the Glasgow Climate Summit as a chance to mock the president as powerless. Biden said, I guess I shouldn't apologize, but I do apologize for the fact the United States under the last administration pulled out of the Paris Agreement. This kind of put us behind the eight ball a bit. Stop. Just, I'm, I'm done. Done. Joe, you've been in office for a long time now. You've been in office for 10 years and then, what, like 700 years before that? Can we just stop blaming the previous administration? <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Blandon. It would be Let's go, Blandon. I don't know about you. I'm tired of it. I'm, I, I'm sick and tired of the previous administration being, being blamed for everything. So you, you don't even have enough stroke as president to change these things, and you're going to apologize for pulling out of what was one of the stupidest accords we've ever been a part of, thanks to your boss and the current sitting president, Barack Hussein Obama. Yes, I said it, the current sitting president, because I do believe he is the man making all of the decisions right here, right now. Joe? (laughs) What an idiot! Oh, what a loser! You are an idiot! (laughs) And you're an idiot. 
Oh, one more to go with that. Oh, I've got the perfect one to go with that. I've never said this out loud before, but I think the president of America is actually a retard. Yeah. President Z in China is making fun of us. By the way, by the way, I don't want to do it, but I, I, I have to. I have to do this. When I told you that the rest of the world is watching. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Here they are making fun of us. Something else that happened yesterday. Oh, this one. This one could be one of my favorite stories, and yet it is so terrible. You ready? What are the odds next president undoing everything that Joe did? Joe would be too senile to even realize that his policies were essentially erased. And, and you know what, Douglas, Douglas, you bring up a great point. See, this is the problem that we have right now. And the problem that we have is the sides don't work together because when they work together, it's best for America. Okay, I've said that enough times where I don't have to say anymore. It should be ingrained in your brain. We are in a cycle now of one-term presidents. One president does things, he signs all this stuff in, and then the next president comes in and he, he uses all of his time to erase all the things that were built up in the previous administration. Yes, the next president, because the next president will not come from the Democratic side. Let, let, let me just say... I guarantee. Yeah. And that president will spend the first three or four years of their presidency erasing everything that Joe Biden did. The White House, this was the headline. The White House was snubbed by OPEC. Exploring options to produce more oil. OPEC, a group consistent of OPEC members, OPEC Plus, a group that consists of OPEC members and their uh, allies, concluded a meeting on Thursday by approving a plan to increase output by 400,000 barrels a day starting in December. That's not enough. The Biden administration wanted to increase it even more. And OPEC said, no. Do you remember a, a couple years ago? You remember, remember a couple years ago when we weren't relying on foreign oil and the gas prices were a lot lower? Yeah. OPEC Plus seems unwilling to use the capacity and the power it has now in this critical moment of global recovery for countries around the world, they said, the National Security Council spokesperson said. Now is the time for major country producers to stabilize energy prices and ensure high prices do not hamstring the current global economic recovery. Well, guess what? They are. So to everyone, once again, Came out and said, President has nothing to do with oil prices. President has everything in the world to do with it. If the rest of the world thinks that your president is a fucking clown, they aren't going to give the clown anything except new clown shoes. What I would like to say to OPEC is, hey, you can take your oil. 
and shove it square up your Rudy Pooty jabroni ass. We got our own. We've got this nice big shell that runs all the way from Nevada to the end of Pennsylvania, and it's deep. And then you see, you get all these little fucking countries like, uh, or, or companies like BP, which stands for British Petroleum. What we're going to do is we're going to ask you to remove your tankers from 20 miles off of our water, because that's ours. And we're going to start drilling there, too. And if there's a spill, there's a spill. That's what happens. Restaurants have spills. Why can't oil companies? By the way, happy birthday, Harrison. Happy birthday, young man. Hope you have a great day today. Guns up. It's only a global recovery because of a man-made described pandemic. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That was said so well. Correct the mundo. Once again, as I stated, the world is watching. You see, the world is watching what used to be a very, very powerful com- country, the United States of America. The world is watching, and they see how soft America is. Because because here we are all fighting over, am I a boy or a girl? Oh, my gosh. You can't do that. We're, we're calling parents who stand up for their children terrorists. This is what we're fighting about in America. And it's great that, to have that much power as a, as a world leader. But when the rest of the world has, has, has come up, has risen to your level or almost, they look at this shit and they go, oh, look, Americans fighting over if they're boys or girls or anymore. Fuck them. They don't know what's going on. They, they, they don't even know which fucking bathroom to use. So when they ask for more oil, we'll just say, fuck you. And that's what they've done. Why? Because the world is watching us. Don't believe me that the world is watching us? Okay. All right. Fair enough. That, hey, it's fair. You don't have to believe things I say. I, I I appreciate it. We can sit back and we can discuss it. We can do all this kind of stuff. I got to get rid of some of these stories out of the way. Are you ready for this one? This one's great. This is showing that the world is watching us. You remember a couple weeks ago? You remember just, I, I think it was two weeks ago. We just go real quick. Okay, that was real quick back in time. Real quick, a couple weeks we got back in time. We learned about these things called hypersonic missiles that can fly around Earth. Oh, and our radars can't, radars can't pick them up. And you remember that was China who did that? Guess what? Vladimir Putin, the leader of Russia, says hypersonic missiles to be delivered to Russian Navy in 2022. Wow. Wow. 
What the fuck? FDA approves first oral blood thinning medication for children? Jesus Christ. Yeah, isn't it weird how they got all that stuff going now together? But this is, isn't this amazing? Our two biggest, I I don't want to say enemies, but enemies of China and Russia. I know it's weird that they seem like they're working together like before when communism was a thing. And by the way, I'm tired of all these people saying communism never was a, 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 a way that countries governed. Oh, there are people out there. And, and they're, they're, they're called the left. They're, they're called the progressives. Communism wasn't even a thing. And my favorite thing is on TikTok when they say that, there's this fella called the, uh, he's from Romania. So he's had to see this shit, or he's from one of those a- Anias or Canes or one of those fucking places over there in the Eastern Bloc. And he just laughs because he's been here now for like 11 years. He makes TikTok videos and he's conservative and he's, he laughs at these people because they don't know what they're talking about. Nobody wants to believe that communism is real. Then how do you explain North Korea? Well, that's a dictatorship. What do you think communism really is? The rich and the powerful, mainly the powerful, then they become rich because they take from everybody else. They run things, kind of like Kim Jong-un and his daddy before him and his daddy before him because the communist Chinese helped North Korea during the Korean War, and that's why we pulled out. Like I've stated so many times on this show, the rest of the world is watching. Vladimir Putin saw that America did jack fucking squat. I'm sorry, I I believe someone can say that much better than me. Jack squat! When China came out and tested those missiles. We didn't even lift a finger. We didn't restrict anything with them. We didn't even say anything, probably except, wow, how cool. Russia saw that and said, fuck, we need to get some of them. America ain't doing anything about it. Do you know what America's doing about it? We're teaming up with billionaires, right? We're teaming up with these billionaires who who can't seem to get the toilets fixed on their spacecrafts. Shitter was full. And why? Why? Because they're rich. You see, you see, NASA used to be a program that was run by the government, and we actually had military people in charge of it. That's why our space program was the best space program out there. Oh, the Russian space program was, was good? Was it as good as America's? No. No. Australia was bashing the U.S. president as well for his speech in Virginia before election night. 
for my birthday, can I request a Matador song during the next break? I wish I could do the Matador. I, I've got today's music planned out. Uh, today's cover songs. I do appreciate it. Harrison, I, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I, I can't make any promises. I did wish you a happy birthday, though. Hold on a second. Let me, let me see something here. Let's browse. Hold on a second here. We can do this one, I think. I think we can. I'll do the Johnny Cash version. I hope that's okay. I don't know if that's the original version because today is cover songs day. But since it is your birthday and, you know, I'm a nice guy, let's see here. Johnny Cash. I know I could have done this all off the air, but why would I want to do that? That's no fun. That's no fun stopping the show. All right, so we'll take this, and then we'll put that in there. Well, we, we can get rid of that one. Okay, there you go. All right, there, it's set. All right, so now back to the wonderful world of the White House. Which, by the way, by the way, before I do this, let, let me just say, let, let me get my jokes out of the way. The jokes today are, what's the difference between an oral and rectal thermometer? The taste? What do you call a herd of cattle pleasuring themselves? Beef stroganoff? And what's the difference between Caitlyn Jenner and a Snickers bar? Snickers bar has nuts. There you go. <laughs> they asked Joe why he shit himself. <laughs> and he said, Shitter was full. <laughs> That's probably what he said to fucking uh, his holiness. The Pope himself. So there you go. Those are today's jokes that you can find on social media. <sighs> now, you remember a couple days ago, yesterday, it was yesterday, and I played the, uh, the, the sound clip of how Joe Biden thought it was the media that was making up this cockamamie idea, or I'm sorry, as he called it, garbage. That was what he called it, garbage. That... Families that were torn apart from each other during the last administration when they were trying to illegally enter the United States of America will all be paid $450,000 each. Each member of said family. Well, and then Joe Biden says, no, you keep pushing garbage like that. No, no they are not going to get a dime. He said they were not going to get a dime. Jean Pierre, who uh, she works uh, the deputy press secretary, 
Carrie-Anne Jean-Pierre said Thursday that President Biden is, quote, perfectly comfortable with cash payouts to migrant families separated at the border, but says the settlements won't be as high as $450,000. Now, wait a second. Just the day before, the leader of the free world, or I'm sorry, what used to be the free world, put your fucking mask on. Um, said they won't get a dime. And now she's saying, oh, no, 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 no. He, he's going to give them money. It might not be as much as $450,000. Fox News' Peter Ducci asked uh, Jean-Pierre during a briefing what Biden meant when he called the report payments garbage. She said that saying that settlements were happening and he was responding to that claim that they could be close to a half a million dollars. Well, he also said that that they weren't going to get any money. She goes on to say, if it saves taxpayer dollars and puts the disastrous history of the previous administration's use of zero tolerance and family separation behind us, the president is perfectly comfortable with the Department of Justice settling with the individuals and families who are currently in litigation with the U.S. government. Um, excuse me, how are you in litigation with the U.S. government? First of all, you cannot sue the government, at least that used to be the claim. And by the way, if you're going to sue the government for ripping your family apart, shouldn't you actually be a citizen of the country that you are suing? The head of the ACLU, another scumbag, actually tore into Joe Biden after he denied reports about this, then says that this either means that he wasn't fully briefed on the matter or he's abandoning his promise to undo Donald Trump's more strict immigration laws. Or the fact of the matter is, is that we have a president who is not competent competent to serve as commander-in-chief. And fucking blowjob Betty, Camel Toe Harris, the Indian giant, is going to be in France all next week. Vive la France, eating croissants, ha ha, probably smoking lots of cocks, ha ha ha. Question. What in the blue fuck are you doing going to France? You're the immigration czar, for fuck's sake. There's a whole gaggle of people walking up through Mexico right now. Ah, and you are going to France to see Pepe Le Pew. Maybe the Eiffel Tower. Ha ha, we are going to see the Louvre. Are you kidding me? What is this administration doing? Is this a four-year vacation for her? She just jet-sets all over the world. Do-do-do-do-do. I'm Kamala Harris. I can do whatever I want. Pow-pow. God damn. 
<laughs> Rice says blowjob Betty. I'm going to start calling her that. That and Camel Toe Harris. Okay, I'm reading this. What the shit is this? Hold on a second. I got, I got to save this story. Well, we're, we're going to read this shit a little bit later about Pete Davidson. Nothing makes sense. The world doesn't make sense to me right now. Pete Davidson is. It went out on a second date with Kim Kardashian. Now, look, I hate Kim Kardashian. I hate her family. I hate everything about her. But look, you, you got to admit that she is. She's a pretty girl. She's a very, very pretty girl. She's out of Pete Davidson's, and we we all determined yesterday he's got a huge cock. But I, I wait till you see what they're trying to say about Pete Davidson, and we'll do that here in a little while. Um, I we have we have a president who's senile who doesn't know about anything. We think about the 19-year-old who beat the incumbent for the school board. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise. Look, look. School boards across America are going. Look, if you are currently on a school board that didn't vote on Tuesday, you better fucking you better you better mind your p's and q's, your pints and quarts. You better fucking mind them, because people are coming after you. Because people are voting now. You fuck up, you're gone. Harris is so nasty. She goes to France and they tell her that she stinks. Oh, oh Camel Toe Harris. Oh, she's in. We need to we need to put extra Lysol on all the seats. We don't want it to seem like a salmon factory in here. The, the, the joke is that her pussy smells. There you go. Just to let everybody know. Now, once again, I'm glad we brought up Kamala Harris. Because of the issues that are happening at the border and immigration. Did anybody see the news story? I was going to call them up, but I'm I'm not going to call them up. Uh, I was going to call up the Hyatt chain down in Cancun, Mexico. You see, yesterday, drug dealers, members of the cartel, showed up and opened fire in a five-star Hyatt hotel. Panic guests were instructed to hide, barricade their doors, and they were given metal sticks to defend themselves. The drug dealers had fully automatic guns, and we're going to hand you a metal stick. Here you go. Compliments of the Hyatt. Several people said uh, vacationers were told to hide by staff. One guest claims they manned the entrances in the basement and were given metal sticks and a pedestal bathroom sink to defend themselves. By the way, two people were killed. This is all going on in Cancun, which is nowhere near the border. But, hey, it's a part of Mexico. And if you go to Mexico, my question for you is, what the fuck are you doing? Mexico is a third world country. 
and it seems like they're at war all the time, which they are with all the cartels. Did they shout Alex as they Alec as they shot? Yeah, I, I saw the internet trying to go after Chris Pratt for what he said about his wife and his daughter. Look, the internet is the world is look, Timothy, this is what you gotta do. They're gonna come after Chris Pratt because he is a proud Republican. There's nothing wrong with being a proud Republican. There's nothing wrong with being a proud Democrat. When your party fucks up, you should be proud enough to call them out. I like Chris Pratt. I think you, I, I, I don't necessarily like him as Star-Lord. I just wasn't a big fan of the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. I like him, though. I like him. He's an overachiever. That's what I like about him. But of course you're going to come after him because he's a Republican. He can't say anything. Did they say Vomino's friend? <laughs> no. No, no, there was no let's go Brandon's. But see, uh, it's happening. Oh, oh, and speaking of drugs in Mexico, you ready for this story? Uh, I, th- you're going to love this one. It's as we would call it in the industry, a doozy. More than 200 thousand counterfeit oxycodone pills laced with fentanyl were not seized at the border. Oh, no, no, no. They were seized in Oregon from two alleged trafficker networks from, that's right, you guessed it, dear old Mexico. And they come from the immigrant migration that's going on. I want you to think about that in one city. One city alone. Portland, which is pretty far north. That's quite a ways to go from Mexico. They found 200,000 Fake, fake oxys, and oxys aren't near as strong. Believe me, I've taken them both. One was by accident. Once again, so, so what President Trump was doing, I guess, at the border was, was kind of helping curtail all the drug trade it, because this is 200,000 oxycodone pills. And depending on how much fentanyl is in there, that's enough to kill 200,000 people. At least. And now you're going to have that all over the country? Hmm. Interesting. Hangtown Jen says, did you say a pedestal sink was given out as a weapon? That shit is heavy. I mean, hand me a soap dispenser. Sure, I'm down to defend my space, but I draw a line at larger fixtures. Maybe Joe can start negotiating with the cartel so they can run Mexico. Honestly, let me just say, are you surprised he hasn't? Honestly, are you surprised he hasn't? I'm not. I I imagine there's some talks going on. So once again, once again, 
the migrant issue has caused now 200,000 fake oxy pills to be found in Portland. That's not even the best story. This is the last story, and then we'll get into Celebrity Ass Deathmatch Crybaby Edition. If you want to be angry, be angry at this. So you know how when you're a minor, they let you cross over into the country, no questions asked, and they let you bring up to 10 people with you? Yeah. Because we don't want to rip you away from your family. A Honduran illegal immigrant charged with murder entered the U.S. by lying and saying they were an unaccompanied minor. 24-year-old Honduran national has been charged with murder of a Florida man. Yuri Noel Medina Ulo was arrested in October in Jacksonville after he was found covered in blood and charged with the death of Francisco Javier Coulier, a father of four who had taken him in. Authorities learned that he had told border authorities in Texas that he was a teenager named Rinal Alexander Hernandez. Under Title 42 of, of the Biden administration, they were not removing unaccompanied children. I know. Isn't it crazy? They're lying. Oh, my God. They're lying, and he committed a murder. Four young men, or four kids in Florida, ain't got their daddy anymore, thanks to Joe fucking Biden. An ICE spokesman said the ICE had filed immigration detainer on Uola on October 13th who it was said was unlawfully present citizen of Honduras following his arrest in Jacksonville. So, like I said, it doesn't have to be just China and Russia because it seems like Mexico is watching, Honduras is watching, all these central fucking... Uh, American states or South American, whatever you want to fucking call them. They're all paying attention and they're all taking advantage of it. And your current administration is doing absolute dick about it. Yeah, in straight fire, it, I, I know that I, I, I know the tone behind this, and you're absolutely right. Straight fire says he's going to be fine. There will be a line of white attorneys just chomping at the bit to protect his quote unquote rights. See, that's where we got to change things. To get rights in this country, you should be you, you should have to get a citizen. If, if you want to, you know, it, when you're tried in court and all that kind of stuff, I, I don't think that we should be able to, you know, butt fuck you in the street if you're here illegally. But if you're here illegally, we have the right to kick you out. 
The best way I've seen this explained to any stupid people out there, and I'm talking about leftists, let's say that you buy a house, okay? Not, 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 not a giant mansion, just a regular house. You got a regular backyard. And somebody from down the street decides, hey, I really like that backyard. So you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to climb over the fence and I am going to pitch a tent and I'm going to live in that backyard. Now, the homeowner doesn't want that person living in the backyard because then that homeowner is responsible for anything that happens to that person in the backyard. That person's in the backyard and they, they, they walk on a sprinkler head and it's, it, it, it's a hole and they break their ankle. You know who has to pay for it? That's right, the homeowner. Oh, not only that, but the homeowner then hands that person who is tent, uh, who is camping now in their backyard illegally, the homeowner has to hand over a large amount of money to them. I don't know. We'll call it uh, about $450,000. So if you're a homeowner, would you allow somebody to climb over your fence and your fence and live in your backyard and then you had to pay them for it? Would you allow that? And by the way, if you say yes, you can go ahead and log out. Because first of all, you're either lying or or B, you're too stupid to listen to this show. Ain't nobody living in my fucking backyard. That's reserved for me whenever I get in trouble. But that's the America that we have created. In England, they act, uh, that actually happens. If the person enters the home and claims squatter rights, they can live there. Well, and this is why England sucks and America doesn't. But we are going down that road. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can go. But right here on Mixer is where you can vote for Celebrity, celebrity. Yes, 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 Say I'm pretty damn good at that. Here we go. We have gathered up some of the biggest crybabies in the world, and we will find out who, oh who, gets put on the Mount Rushmore of crybabies right here, right now. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, ass family. We have NBA superstar, who, by the way, is not better than Jordan. The end. I will not debate you on this. I will not even hear what you have to say on this. The answer is set in stone. Michael Jordan is greater than LeBron James. No ifs, ands, or funky-ass buts about it. So you got LeBron James, a crybaby. Oh, don't make fun of my receipt airline. Oh, my God, he fouled me. Taking on a guy I personally think was a great running back, but what a crybaby. Uh, I didn't say anything to the lines about drafting offensive linemen. 
And they didn't draft offensive linemen. They just drafted receivers. I'm quitting. My name is Barry Sanders. Who is a bigger crybaby? LeBron James or Barry Sanders? Ask family. Who ya got? over? Yeah, we can call this fight. LeBron James wins easy. LeBron James moves on. Will he be the face of this mountain? We will find out. Our next matchup, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is a tough one. On the Mount Rushmore of crybabies. Will it be every male soccer player you know, when they fall down and pretend their leg is broke and then they're up and kicking a free shot next. Every male soccer player versus the one and only bad boy of tennis. Yes, that is correct. John McEnroe. All soccer players versus John McEnroe. Ask family. Who ya got? Roy Kent, you're goddamn right. Woo! Oh, yeah, we got us a winner, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's a good one, too. Let me tell you, it is all male soccer players. Moving on. Now, the next one is one of political stature, if you will, and it's a couple of gals. Ask family, I have to ask who the bigger crybaby is. Is it the super, duper, ugly, fat, nasty, Hillary, Rodham, Clinton, or is it that little charlatan, that little hussy from New York, AOC? Hillary versus AOC. Who is the bigger crybaby ass family?
<laughs> Hillary AOC actually wins. I'm sorry, I've been mispronouncing it. It's Hillary. I apologize. attention to the ending. Hillary! Hillary moves on! I would yell she killed AOC, but that would be wrong. That would be completely wrong. And in our final matchup of the first round, and we will find out who moves on to actually be on the Mount Rushmore next. But first, we got to get through this one. Who is the bigger crybaby in Hollywood? Is it that fat son of a bitch, Michael Moore? Or is it that weird, creepy Corey Feldman? Michael Moore versus Corey Feldman. Ask family, who you got? Here's the thing. Iraz says she met him. He was really nice. Hey, I, I believe that, that, that Corey Feldman probably, but he just, he's weird. He's just a weird kid. I don't know if I got raped by a bunch of men, I'd be whining too. Okay, Mike D, fair enough. All right, here we go. To see who gets on the Mount Rushmore first and foremost. Ask family, this one is going to be tough. Our first matchup is not the GOAT. I wouldn't even put him on the same farm as Michael Jordan. We have LeBron James. And who's a bigger crybaby? Uh, LeBron James or all male soccer players. Or football in Europe, whatever you want to call it, except Roy Kent. LeBron James versus soccer players. Ask family, who ya got?
know, soccer players getting a couple votes, but I don't think it's going to challenge. We do have a winner, as family. Looky there, looky there. And the winner is LeBron James. He has made it to the mountain. Where he will be joined by one of these two. And this one is tough. Boy, oh boy, this one's tough. Will it be Hillary Rodham Clinton? Former vice pre- or former first lady, never vice president, secretary of state, senator, but did not win the presidency, taking on that fat bastard from Michigan who's worth, like, I think his net worth is, it's higher than $15 million. So you're doing pretty well there, you fat fuck. Michael Moore. Hillary Clinton versus Michael Moore. Ask family. Who ya got? of the Mount Rushmore set between LeBron James and Hillary Clinton. After the next segment, as family, we will find out round two, and later on today, we will find out what the order will be on the Mount Rushmore of Crybabies here at ArnieRadio.com. Harrison, happy birthday, young man. Crowd is waiting for the bullfight matador. My final fight, the place is packed once more. Anita won't throw me a rose this fight. The one she wears is not for me tonight. She's watching now with her new love, I know. Proud and slow Be strong and sure And give the crowd their show They won't blood, you know You're still their idol As you were before Kill just one more Remind Anita You're the greatest matador 
I was going to do Mrs. Robinson, but we did Sound of Silence instead. We have covered that cover song on Cover Song Friday. And I am sorry that you missed it. But, hey, we'll keep the cover songs going. Uh, All right, back to the big show. Back to we will uh, continue our Celebrity Ass Death Match. When this segment's over, just had me a, a couple of real quick little White Castles. Didn't have a lot for breakfast this morning, so I needed a little White Castle to pick me up, and it sure as fuck did. So there you go. We still have political stuff we got to talk about, but these are more fun political stories than anything else. Um, James Carville. Uh, a lot of people probably don't know who James Carville is. They used to call him the Raging Cajun. He's from Louisiana. I believe he's a professor now at Tulane University down in uh, New Orleans. Very, very uh, popular guy. Was one of the strategists for Bill Clinton. And then married a very, very Republican woman. I believe they're still married. I can't remember her name. But he has come out. And he is still a staunch Democrat. Now, now, this is the reason I like this guy. I've always liked James Carville. I've never agreed with his politics. But see, this is what America used to be. I enjoyed him because he made me laugh during his political rants. And I could sit down and have a discussion with him. I I wouldn't because he would blow me away because this man is very, very smart. But he's very, very driven by the Democratic Party. And I respect that. And and he married a Republican. Can you imagine that today? Can you imagine somebody from the staff of Joe Biden married to someone on the staff of, uh, uh, of Donald Trump? Wouldn't happen. Would not happen. That one chick who was on Trump's staff, whose husband had nothing to do with politics, hated Trump, and she ended up Kelly Conway, wasn't her name, something like that? She ended up leaving. See, we can't have discussions anymore. This is what I hate about America. And he discusses it. James Carville says, stupid wokeness is why Democrats lost. Some of these people need to go to a woke detox center. Yes. Oh, Douglas, I, I love the analogy there. In 19, yeah, there you go. That's perf- That's the perfect analogy. That's like a Jew marrying a Nazi in 1943. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. But see, we used to be able to have these conversations with people. My, the best example I've seen, and I've regurgitated it on this show, is if someone, it, it, let's say that you have a package. And it's mailed to your house, and you need to open it. And someone offers you a pair of scissors, and you turn down those scissors. That person now is to believe that you are anti-scissors. You hate scissors. You hate everything that scissors stand for. There is no place in this world for scissors when I have a box cutter. And I know that you're probably saying, you're probably saying, wait a second. Wait, 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 what? I'm not anti-scissors. No, in today's world, you are anti-scissors. 
someone offers you this and you don't want it, you're anti that. He said that typical southern white guy. Um, Wednesday appearance on the PBS News Hour to discuss major loss in Virginia. Um, he says, look, the woke cost him this, and he's right. The suburban voters in Virginia, they, they voted for this guy. The suburban voters in Virginia in 2020 voted 45% for Trump. Two days ago, they voted 53% for Youngkin. That's an eight-point fucking swing. It's actually a 16-point swing if you think about it. That's huge. Or it's totally huge. Wokeness is ruining our country. I, 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 uh, anti-scissors or anti-scissoring. And both. Anything that has the word scissors in it, you're anti. If you turn down someone's offer of scissors. I am not anti-alcohol. This is this is what the this is the way it's being portrayed out there. The AA is an anti-alcohol group. No, it's not. They aren't going to be sponsored by alcohol companies, but they're not against alcohol. You see, the the best part about AA is that the people that are there. Realize that alcohol is not the problem. They are. People in AA don't want alcohol banned. People in AA just can't use alcohol. I think that's a better example of what we should talk about in this country. The Mothers Against Drunk Drivers movement was set to stop and curb, to curb and stop mainly, Drinking and driving, which, by the way, I, it hasn't. Nothing has. A perfect case example, what happened in Las Vegas two nights ago, three nights ago. Young man for the Raiders fucking driving 158 miles an hour with a loaded gun and his girlfriend in the car. On the corner of Flamingo and Tropicana? Are you fucking kidding me? That's not an area you can drive 158 miles an hour in. Ran into the back of a Toyota RAV4. The RAV4 went up and torched. The young lady in there who worked, I believe, at like CVS or something like that was engulfed in flames and her dog. Mothers Against Drunk Drivers was originally set up to stop drinking and driving. Through its movements and things that happened, including the lady who started the entire group getting a DUI, that's a true story. Look it up. They went the way of, and this is why MAD hasn't worked. MAD changed their end goal. Their end goal was to curb and stop drinking and driving. They changed it to where they wanted to ban alcohol. And if you know anything about America, when you take on America's alcohol, you lose. Ask the pot proponents in 2008 in California. You want to know you want to know why marijuana was not legalized in California first? I will tell you. 
the stupid idiots that were in charge of it tried to compare it and its use and how much better it was than alcohol. What happened in this country when we passed prohibition? People were willing to die. Not only by being shot by authorities, gangsters, they were drinking rot gut whiskey and it would kill them. Don't be like mad. Be like AA. AA doesn't want out. Hey, look, look. The thing is, AA, and everybody wants to say, oh, AA is so anti No, it's not. It's not anti-alcohol. It's not. It's the members realizing they're the ones who have a problem with it. They're the ones that can't have it. I love meeting new people, and when new people find out, well, I actually don't love it. The part that I love is when they don't drink around me. And I have to then assure them it's okay to drink. I don't care. It, now, if they get fucked up around me, I don't like being around super drunk people, especially when I'm not super drunk. You can drink around me all you want. It ain't gonna, you, you ain't going to tip me. You ain't, you, you ain't going to slide one to me, and I'm going to fucking stumble and fall and drink it. No. But in this country now, it seems like if you say you're opposed to something, I don't hate Marvel Comics. I don't know enough about the Eternals to see it. I wouldn't enjoy it, so I'm not going to see it. That's why Christopher's review is up on social media already. I'm sorry, his great review is up there. I'm not anti-Marvel. I'm not anti-this. I'm not anti-that. If I don't like it, I will choose not to do it for myself. Do I think the world would be a better place without the Oklahoma Sooners? Absolutely it would. Absolutely. But I can't go and ban the University of Oklahoma. Believe me, I've tried. And that's what wokeness is. Wokeness is if you don't like something, you need to get rid of it. The perfect case right now is Dave Chappelle. By the way, uh, no one... I haven't seen hide or heard from the trans community about his offer to get together with them. Interesting. They want him canceled. They want his show pulled off the air. Just don't watch it. It's the same as if it's pulled off the air if you don't watch it. Do you know how much shit is on Netflix that I don't watch? Just don't watch it. But see, that's not the woke's mentality. If it's there, it's evil. We have to get rid of it. It's amazing to me. It truly, truly is amazing to me. And it takes a a liberal Democrat like James Carville, because he was a liberal fucking Democrat, it's amazing when he comes out and says this woke culture is killing us all. People like Bill Maher saying this woke culture is killing us all. I've come out and said it since the beginning of this woke culture that it's killing us all. There shouldn't be a cancel culture. Unless you're murdering people in the streets based on their sexuality. That You, you want to talk about canceling, let me tell you something about canceling. 
We canceled Nazis. Why? They were eradicating the world of Jews. Dave Chappelle is making jokes. People who do not want to be called a a terrorist because they want to have a say in their child's education, that used to be something that was was wanted in this country, that you're paying attention to your child's life. Now if you pay attention to your child's life and their schoolwork, you're a terrorist? You're being called a, a Nazi? Just because... You don't want to explain why to your six-year-old they're not evil because they were born white. That's the same as putting Jews in a gas chamber based on their religion. There are things that should be canceled in this world. Brussels sprouts should be canceled. I don't care who says they like them. You don't. You can throw cauliflower in there, too. It's disgusting. Netflix has a show about karate. It doesn't include kung fu or taekwondo, so it's anti-Chinese and anti-Korean. Cancel that fucking Cobra Kai now. Do you have the alphabet community on the biggest crybaby list? No, no, I don't, and, and, and I didn't want to put them on there because, you know what, here's the thing. I can't put the entire community on there. Because there are there are gay people out there, there are lesbians, there are the B's and the Q's and the ZYPs that just want to go through their day-to-day world. They want to go through their day-to-day life and just live. That's all. That's all they want to do. I have a dear friend who I, I got involved in radio. This young man... And he's been on the show once, and we're trying to figure out a way to get him back on the show. I talk to him occasionally. He and I are still friends. This kid was so, he had so much moxie that he had a friend that worked at a pizza delivery place, and I called in an order, and he showed up with his friend to ask me about getting into radio. I, I thought that took a lot of, of bravery to come to my house. And, of course, I put in a good word for him, and he, he was involved in radio, and he's super gay. I, I mean, there's, there's no if, and he and I can have conversations. He hates this woke world that we live in. He thinks it's stupid. Now, every once in a while, he gets worked up, and, and some people, some of his friends have to calm him down, and they do. I understand getting worked up. I, I, I think the gay community is fantastic. It's a diverse community, and they can have everything they want. I, I, I'm not a part of their world. That doesn't mean I'm anti-gay. I don't see the, the world the same way they do, and they don't see the world the same way I do. Is he super gay or super gay? <laughs> He's super-duper gay, okay? Um. The world needs to stop this. You can cancel Brussels sprouts if sour cream is canceled because sour cream is... Mo- no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No. 
Too many people like sour cream. Nobody likes Brussels sprouts. Nobody. Not a single person in this world likes Brussels sprouts or cauliflower. You can lie and try to tell me that you do all you want, but you're lying. What would you rather have? What would you rather have? Would you rather have a pizza made on pizza dough? And hey, don't give me any bullshit about celiac disease or bullshit like that. You know where they ain't got celiac disease? Africa. They ain't got no fucking, uh, uh, what, what's that shit, uh, lactose intolerancy in Africa either. Douglas says, I like both Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, and sour cream. No. 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 Bread is better. Bread always beats cauliflower. A hundred out of a hundred times. You can try to convince yourself you like it, but you need to go back to your old little seven-year-old selves. When mama would come down with a plate of fucking Brussels sprouts and cauliflower... And you would sit at that table nine hours in a row not eating that shit. And finally you pop it in and you just fucking, you, you try to, you bite into it, you taste how horrible it is, and you swallow as big a pieces as you can whole. That's all there is to it. Fucking Christ. Cancel that shit. But do you see, this is a perfect example. I am representing the woke in this argument. Do you see? Do you see how that works? I am so dead set against Brussels sprouts and cauliflower, I will not listen to any argument you have. I want it canceled. Or I could do this. I hate cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. So you know what? I don't ever buy Brussels sprouts or cauliflower. I don't. I I ask people try not to fuck with me and give me a cauliflower fucking pizza dough because it'll be gross me out. Oh, you won't taste the difference. Fuck you. You said that shit too about Diet Dr. Pepper and I tasted the fucking difference. But this is the world that we live in now, people. You will never convince me that Brussels sprouts are delicious. You can wrap them in bacon all you want. You could pour chocolate on them. Fuck. You, you could put them in Emily Ratajkowski's asshole and say, here you go. And I'm going to say, nope. No thanks. More for you. Hey, you don't like Dave Chappelle? Good. Don't buy tickets to his show, which means I can get tickets to his show because I like him. We all have this in us. <laughs> no one can eat Brussels sprouts and cauliflower because Arnie State says so. <laughs> I think Douglas is a serial killer. <laughs> if 
funny as a kid, I love Brussels sprouts and broccoli. Not sure when things change, but not one bite of Brussels sprout. I actually gag, throat closes up. It's awful. I pass out. If I see it on the table, I'm out. Gone. See ya. But once again, once again, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to illustrate the absurd by being completely absurd. Do you want to know why I don't want to see Brussels sprouts or cauliflower canceled? I'll tell you why. First of all, there are a lot of people that enjoy them. Okay? Who am I to step on your enjoyment? Secondly, and I think secondly is a big one that nobody really realizes anymore. The hardworking men and women on farms, and I don't care if they're illegal or whatever. It took somebody to plan them, do all this shit. The hardworking men and women who are a part of the industry to provide Brussels sprouts and cauliflower. Because there's a large group of Americans right here on the show that like it. I want to run them out of business because that's what the woke companies do. That's what the woke does. Douglas said it earlier. If Netflix decided to choose to get rid of the Dave Chappelle closer special, which they won't do, they realize the backlash that will happen. Now, Netflix itself will be fine. They'll get thousands of people that cancel their orders. And do you know what that means? That means a corporation is not going to be making enough money. So what do they do in, ter- in return so they can keep their business going? They fire employees. They fire employees. They lay them off. I had an employer one time when I, when I worked at uh, Lotus in Reno. When they, when they fired me, when they blackballed me. This is when I was blackballed from radio. When they fired me, they said, Arnie, you're not being fired. You're being laid off. And this is where I burnt a bridge. I looked at the midget of a general manager. His name is Dane. He's a piece of shit, and so is Mike Murray that worked there. I don't hold back on those two. I don't have a non-disclosure with those two pieces of shit. Ballless, spineless fuckers. I looked at Dane, who was a very powerful man in the corporation, and I looked at him, and I said, what's the fucking difference? I said it just like that. I closed every job opportunity I would have at that company by saying that, and I didn't care. Because what is the fucking difference? Employees at Netflix will be laid off, never to come back to Netflix again. Maybe Netflix was their dream job. But since the woke was out there and they said, take this down, and Netflix did, you see, there's a big domino effect. Nobody wants to pay attention to the dominoes. They just they take a look at the big piece. Look, the woke side won. When people or things get canceled, it's more than just that person or that thing that got canceled. 
you're taking livelihoods away from people. And if you know anything about me, and I think you guys know a lot about me, you know that is the last thing I would do. There's only a couple people in this world that I'd love to see their livelihoods taken away from them, and I wouldn't blink a fucking eye. Not one eye. But those are people that wronged me. Brussels sprout farmers have never wronged me personally. They produce a product I don't care for. So in turn, I don't give them my money. If you're offended that they haven't taken down, and, and look, look, the closer, if you're one of these people, if you work there at Netflix, or, or you, oh, God, you should take it down, you have every right then to cancel your subscription. And maybe if there are enough of you, Netflix will go, oh, my God, we're losing a lot of money here. We have to fire all these people. It's amazing, isn't it? Come on now, guys. We all know a hot night for Douglas's cauliflower pizza and a pack of white claws. <laughs> That's mean. Uh, no white claws, Jen. You know there are no laws when drinking white claws. That's my little. That's my little rant of the day there when it comes to the woke people. Uh, more election news. Uh, so many funny things happened this election. Because of things going on in Chicago, now rich neighborhoods are being affected. Rich neighborhoods, the richest neighborhoods in Chicago are being, as the article says, besieged by gun crime and daylight carjackings. And they're being ignored because the people are wealthy. I don't know if it's that easy to explain that, that they're being ignored because they're wealthy. Maybe they're being ignored because all of Chicago's police are working in the bad area of town where they've had almost 700 murders happen this year. But now they're moving out to the rich parts of town. Well, Chicago is a place I will not visit for the next 20 years until they fix this problem. Fuck, and, and I love Chicago. Chicago's a great city. It's an amazing town, amazing food. The people are fucking Midwestern great. The sports franchises there are fucking legendary. Wrigley Field, I've been to it. I will never go again. By the way, I have to take something back. Uh, Boston elected a, a gal named Michelle Wu. Ric Flair's fucking favorite political candidate of all time, Michelle Wu. Yeah, she's a progressive. She's, she's going to make Boston like the Green Deal city. So, uh, no need to ever visit Boston.
It's amazing to me. These people that think, oh, I can help by going woke and doing this. And, and the things that are happening now in the wealthy parts of Chicago, we all knew it was going to happen. We all knew it. Do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be mean here, and I don't care. This is why, let me, let me start by saying this. Do you know why soccer is the most popular sport in the world? Because the poor people can play it. In Mexico, the cartels, if they, if they want to play soccer and they don't have any balls, soccer balls sitting around, well, they'll go behead somebody and they'll use a fucking head as a soccer ball. That's true. Look it up. Do you want to know why crime is moving out of the poor part of Chicago? Because there's nothing worth the shit in the poor part of Chicago to shoot and kill people over anymore. There you go. Oh, my God, Arnie, I can't believe you said that. Really? You can't believe I said that? Well, I'll say it again. The poor part of Chicago, the south side of Chicago, is a fucking pit. It's dangerous as shit, and they ain't got shit. So, what are criminals going to do? They're going to go where the good shit is. And they're going to have shootouts in the street. There is, they just did a story here in Dallas about this area near downtown Dallas. It's, it, it used to be the gay part of town. It still kind of is the Oak Lawn area. McKinney Avenue in downtown. All this rich, uppity, I mean, you want to talk about the yuppiest type part of town, but the wokiest part of town in Dallas is right there. They have video of a guy on McKinney Avenue in downtown, near downtown Dallas, opening fire with a fucking 45, just shooting in a random direction. And why is this happening? Well, because all the shit in South Dallas ain't worth stealing anymore. So now we're going to move on up to the deluxe apartments in the sky high. By the way, I don't know if anybody paid attention to this story a couple weeks ago. It, it's funnier than shit now. Um, there was an apartment building that collapsed here in, in Dallas. That, that's not the funny part. People were displaced. It was all terrible. They found out it happened over a fight the night before when a guy was shooting at his ex-girlfriend and he hit a gas line. And that's what made the thing explode. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Uh, let's see. Christopher says, I wonder at what point people in Chicago will embrace the Second Amendment, the right to protect themselves and their own property. But okay, Chicago, keep letting crime tear your city apart. Mass murder and theft for everyone. Well, Illinois, I do believe, has some pretty strict gun laws, so that's probably why they're not doing it yet. Cowboys Girl says it's happening here. Druggies are going to richer neighborhoods. Some don't lock their doors or have security because they lived in a better neighborhood. Yep, and guess what? They're going to start locking their doors. Chris, it's getting colder in Chicago, so according to my friends, theory should be calmed down. LOL, LOL. Yeah, yeah. those, those murders. Uh, look, if it was 700 murders, and I know a rise what you're saying exactly. To combat that part, oh, so the murders only started happening when things heated up in Chicago, when baseball season started. Because from January, let's see, January, February, and March, April, cold as shit in Chicago. 
I guess no murders happened then. It, I, I love that argument. That's a great one. That one. That one's funny to me. Um. All right. We're. we're oh. More. More shit here. This, this thing is funny here too. N- not funny, but it's hysterical. Uh, remember how I told you about Minneapolis and how they voted out the idiots that wanted to defund the police? Well, looky here. Hyperwoke Portland becomes the latest city to refund its police department after seeing record-breaking murder spike. The mayor wants an extra $5 million to hire cops. Wow. Hold on a second. Let me just say, um... Surprise, surprise, surprise. Oh, I didn't see that one coming. Wow. Portland's a shithole. We've defunded the police. And now people are saying, please get us more police. Golly. Who would have thunk that? The record number of murders in Portland was 66, set in 1987. They're already at 73 this year. That mayor sounds racist. He wants to hire more police. Well, this wasn't just the mayor. This was the the voters and the things that they're saying. Portland's police department is made up of 130 officers. They want it to increase to 300 by the start of 2023's fiscal year. They didn't care about police. It was a political stunt. That is all. Biden gets elected. Protests stop. Well, you, you do have a point there. Uh, unfortunately, you do have a point. There's only been one protest since, and it's the January 6th one. Oh, and those people are terrorists. It's other people that burn down police buildings and things. Those are peaceful people. I I, I get tired of the to have to. Yeah, you got you got to somehow you like sit here and go. Wait a sec, huh? Yeah, the people on January 6th they were bad. Okay, we can all agree that they were bad. Not everybody that was there was bad. There are plenty of people there that listened to the speech that were part of the protest that didn't go on to besiege the Capitol building. There were plenty of people that didn't do that. People that did that got arrested. Okay. Now, the people in Sacramento, there are far more people in Sacramento, and I use this as an example because I remember watching it. Or the one in Minneapolis. Let's let, let's stick with Minneapolis here. Minneapolis, CNN had a reporter there, and he was standing in front of a police substation that was set on fire, and he had the audacity to say while standing in front of a burning building, these are mostly peaceful protesters. Huh? How, how can you say this is a peaceful protest when a fucking a police substation has been set on fire? There's nothing peaceful about that. If it was set on fire to provide warmth for the area neighborhood, maybe we could sit down and have a conversation. But it was summertime. They didn't need more heat. 
Anyone watched January 6th investigation on Fox Nation app yet? No, I haven't watched it. BLM will be back next year and again in 2024. Oh, you better believe they will. George Soros has got his people out there. They're just waiting. You don't think so, boy. Uh, look, I got a wonderful bridge I could sell you as well. Now, here's something that was voted on in Maine. This one, it, once again, zero. Zero ideas about this. Um, Maine voters passed the first right to food amendment in the United States of America. It's a state constitutional amendment. The first amendment of its kind in America. The fine folks in Maine voted that they would declare that all individuals have a natural, inherent, and unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being. I have a question. My hand is raised right now for this question. So let's say that I'm hungry. Okay? Let's say that I'm on the streets, I, I, I'm, I'm driving home, and I'm hungry. And whoops-a-daisy, I forgot my wallet, or I don't have any money in my wallet. I have no credit cards, but I am hungry. Is it my state's First Amendment right to walk into A, a, a grocery store and just grab food there and eat it and not pay for it? A convenience store? Dine and Dash? That, that, that's a great one there, the Dine and Dash. You order your food, you're like, oh, that was good. I, it really nourished me and it, it sustained me. We're going to leave now because I had the right to eat that. Kale says all the grocery stores are going to be closing. Right? Sad that this had to make an amendment to be made real. Like, you have to have a law now that says you can grow your own food. Well, look. look. There's a guy here in Texas that just drove a tractor from, from I believe, Louisville up here in north, northern Texas down to Austin, which is usually about a four-hour drive. It took him 14 hours because, well, he's driving a tractor because the state cut some of his grass that they said was weeds, and he said it was infringing on his right as a property owner and as a farmer. Like, you want to farm stuff? You want to do that? That's fine. You do that. But saying that you have the right to consume the food of your own choosing, that's part of it there. I think you should have the un. Unalienable right to grow and raise and harvest your own food if you want to do that. But when you put in there, consume the food of their own choosing. Not saying consume the food of their own growing, raising, or harvesting. It's the same. Look, you have to look at these the way they're written. The Supreme Court is looking right now at the Second Amendment. 
to see if you can take guns outside of your house. They really are. Look that up. They're looking into the Texas abortion law to see if it was written in a way that they can find the loophole in the way. I found the loophole in this way. It says I have the right to consume the food of my own choosing. Doesn't say I have to pay for it. I have the right to that. Eating isn't a privilege. Eating is a right. Because you're guaranteed life in this country and you have to eat to have life. So now what you're saying is that this state has a First Amendment. You have the First Amendment right in this state to go into a, a restaurant and eat food and not pay for it because that's your right to do. I'll do that with you. I'll tell you what. If Maine has that Salt Bay Guys restaurant in there, guess where we're fucking going? I am going to eat that gold-encrusted steak, and then I'm walking out going, I had the right to eat that. I was hungry. It's the food I wanted to eat. Don't fuck with people's land. We keep trail cams everywhere to protect our cattle and hunting land, as well you should. And how sad is it that you have to have these trail cams in place now? People used to respect that, but now you got poachers. You've always had poachers, but you got poachers out there. You got people that want to squat and they want to fucking live off your land, and now you have to have cameras up to catch them. Once again, another fucked up world that we live in. But congratulations to Maine for getting people the right to eat. Oh, you remember that story um, from a few years ago, a couple years ago? How will that work if you want some lobsters and you set your own traps when it isn't the season? Which law takes precedence? Great question, Scott. I don't know. Uh, Douglas, see, that is how I interpret that law is that people are guaranteed to go to a restaurant and take their food and not pay or the restaurant is violating their human rights. There you go. And, and, and by the way, they're violating their rights in Maine. Can't wait to see how many restaurants get called into court for this. How much of a waste this is of the court's time. Oh, why can't I play this video? Can I play it? Oh, there's Greta singing, you can shove your climate crisis up your ass. Well, I got to tell you, that little girl is coming into her own. Oh, she is a firecracker. How dare you? Oh, I'm sorry, those are not environmentally safe. Uh, you're a dipshit. There it is. Sorry I came into this conversation late. Are you mentioning Maine's right to eat state? That refers to growing food without zoning or whatnot. No, it, it has more in there. Ogre, but, but see, Ogre, this is what it says. This is why, hold on, I erased the story. Hold on, let me, let me, go, let me, let me go back to it. Oh, where is it here? Because I find this to be written in a way that's not very smart. 
The amendment says that you have the right, you have a natural, inherent, and unalienable, unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment. Oh, oh wait, wait, and produce. And consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, sustenance, bodily health, and well-being. The first part of that is that they can't, you can no longer zone. Okay, I'm glad you came into this. Do you want somebody raising a cow in a neighborhood? Do you want a cow, great, and, and, and I'm talking about a regular neighborhood. That's what this right gives. So, so ratty kids dream of having a longhorn in our backyard could come true if we moved to Maine. Now, the other part of that says, and, that's why the word and is in there. And consume the food of their own choosing. See, if they wanted to be unalienable right to grow, raise, harvest, produce, so they can consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, the word so would be in there. But they said and consume. I am going to, if I ever go to Maine, I'm going into a lobster place and I'm getting lobster and ain't paying for it because I have the right to be nourished. Is it harvest and consume or harvest and consume? It said, I will read it verbatim here. They have the right to grow, comma, raise, comma, harvest, comma, produce, and consume the food of their own choosing for their own nourishment, comma, sustenance, comma, bodily health, comma, and well-being. There you go. That and is big there. You got to get rid of the and in there because you're going to have assholes like me pointing out that and. I don't want a fucking cow grazing in my backyard. I don't think my neighbors want that either. The amount of cow shit, no thanks. But hey, it's Maine. I ain't ever going there. If the people in Maine want that, then more power to the people in Maine. God bless them for passing it. The way that is written grammatically means food that I personally produce. Well, you can look at it that way. I'll choose to interpret it my way. Of I'm going to a restaurant and I'm eating whatever the fuck I want. And all I have to say is that's how I envision the law. Now... Granted, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. That's fine. If I were to go to Maine and eat food that wasn't mine, I'd probably get thrown in jail. Oh, well. I don't know every particular of the law's verbiage, but from what I read in the paper, which was admittedly a brief article, it implied small livestock. I'm wondering how HOAs and local laws are going to be reconciled with. They won't even – oh, wait, I can answer that. Hold on a second. And liability issues as well. It's entirely possible the law was voted on without too much foresight. Uh, Pelosian vote on it before reading it situation. HOA and local laws will not matter. 
because those are going against the state's constitution. This was added to the state's constitution. This is an amendment to their constitution saying you have the unalienable right, and I cannot say that word to save my fucking life, to do this. No one. Unalienable means they can't stop you. HOAs, fuck you. I'm Hey, I'm glad to finally see that. I just, I, I'm, I'm laughing at the, the, the amendment right you have to eat. I just think it's funny. <laughs> That's all. I'm not, I don't want to get into a big political back and forth. I just think it's funny. Yeah, the homeless show up in people's kitchen demanding food. Uh, all right, next one up here. Uh, let's see. Oh, I started talking about this. Um, the story out of Georgia where the black kid was running and two white guys in a truck fetched him down while another guy was videoing it and they killed him on the streets. You remember that? We later found out that the two guys that murdered this man on the streets were members of white supremacist groups. No, not just Trump supporters, but they were actual members of the Klan. Remember that down in Georgia? After three and a half weeks, they have finally found a jury to sit. They have found a final jury of 12 with only one black juror. Judge Timothy Walmsley agreed with prosecutors that it appears to be intentional discrimination. Judge says he has limited authority to intervene because defense attorneys gave non-racial reasons for their decisions to strike the potential black jurors. Kevin Gaw, defense lawyer for one of the men accused of killing Arbery, said he was concerned there aren't enough bubbas or Joe Sixpacks on the jury. As someone who's named their dog Bubba, I take high offense to that. As somebody who knows people named Bubba's, I take offense to that. What you wanted to say was there weren't enough fucking racist scumbags on the jury. There are a lot of things that could have happened. To me, though, this is what it seems like to me. Nobody wants to say it. There are a lot of black people in that community that have probably seen the story, that probably have an opinion on the story. And rightfully so. And you're supposed to get a jury picked that doesn't know much about the case or doesn't have an opinion based on it. Now, I... I think it's wrong that there's only one black person on this jury. I think that's terrible. And I will say this right now. We were talking about protests. We were talking about riots earlier. If you've seen this video, this is no more than a hunt that's happening. 
no one's standing their ground. These guys are in a car, and they're chasing down a guy who's jogging. There's video of them murdering this young man. There are reasons why I love our legal system, and then there are reasons why I just it, it I, I'm dumbfounded by it. We have a video of a kid who's getting fucking shot in the streets by two white guys who are using bad language and inappropriate language. Not bad language, racist language. It is horrific, Alicia. Yes, I agree. And they claim not guilty. If you would like to see riots, if you would like to see things burning down, just wait till the end of this case. If either one of these guys are acquitted, found to be not guilty, remember how Atlanta was burned after the Civil War? This is going to be one of those burnings as well. And you know what? Once again, this is one that I just have to sit back and go, you brought this on yourselves. You brought this on yourselves. I know that they want to get the strictest punishment they can for these two guys, but why not just offer them a deal to where they're going to be in prison for the rest of their lives? These two white guys, they better, they better join some of their friends in the Aryan groups there because these guys will be hunted down in prison, rightfully so, and murdered. But, hey, they want to waste the taxpayers' dollars They will be found guilty. And by the way, if they aren't found guilty, like I said, you'll see the rioting, you'll see all that, and then you will see jury members gone after. I'm not making that up. It's a horrific story. I think it's worse than horrific, if there could be anything worse than horrific. Uh, let's see. That's why I'm glad. I, I'm so happy to be an American because we got some stupid people here, but the rest of the world has plenty of stupid people as well. There's a group of uh, folks. What's up, Zach? He just texted me. There's a group of folks in Great Britain. They're eco-warriors, and they're called Insulate Britain. Last week, they were outside of Parliament. That's like our Congress. It's where they wear the funny wigs and stuff. And these assholes, you ready? They sat in the middle of the street. But they only didn't just sit in the middle of the street. They glued themselves to the street. Yeah, police have charged them with littering by gluing themselves to the street. You know what? I bet you they'd get their ass up if I brought a steamroller through there. 
If I'm rolling down the street in a, in a steamroller, I'm betting they, they're going to go ahead and just rip some skin up because they don't want to be crushed to death. You glued yourself to the street. What in the blue fuck is wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Fucking people. Well, I tell you what, that that is taking it to the extreme for a cause. Okay, I'm just going to read this story real quick. (laughs) They called them garbage. Extinction uh, Rebellion co-founder said climate change. Climate change will see your mother, sister, and girlfriend gang raped. Uh, The co-founder, Roger Allen, warned that climate change would end in men's female relatives being gang-raped in front of them in a 2019 pamphlet. Really? They printed out what it said. The end point of social collapse then is war. Uh, every neighborhood, every street, this is what's going to gen- uh, generations. An appalling situation is liable to become the norm. Gangs of boys will break into your house demanding food. They will rape your sister, your girlfriend, your mom. And then they will all gang rape them. This is the reality of climate change. Boy, that is taking it that that is taking it to an extreme there. Man, I am so opposed to climate change, I'm willing to gang rape. Stretch. Stretch. All right, last story and then we'll get to the second round. A steamroller would be like Back in the 80s, some moron laid on the train tracks to protest train transporting military equipment. Guess what happened? His legs got sliced clean off. Oh, man. All right. And then this fucking idiot. This idiot will lead us into the next segment, which will be more celebrity stuff. Alyssa Milano, who, by the way, could be coming up here in the next round of Celebrity Ass uh, or Celebrity uh, Ass Deathmatch. Crybaby edition says giving birth to her son Milo triggered memories of being sexually assaulted. Quote, I remember really not enjoying the fact that lots of people had access to my vagina. So does that mean you're a hoe? That lots of people had access to your, are you talking about the doctors and nurses? Are you talking about your sexual assailant, which I will not make fun of that for, or are you talking the fact that you were a hoe? Milano opened up about her childbirth experience. She shared that her son Milo and daughter Elizabeth from husband Dave Bugleri, she recalled feeling uncomfortable at how many people had access to her vagina when she gave birth to her son. She explained that feeling like she was being held down and having things done to her she didn't want to was very reminiscent of being sexually assaulted. 
birth is rape. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what she's saying. I can't believe so many people had. I can't. Really? Is this your way of outing yourself that you are kind of a skank? You know who's hearing the who's in both uh, theme triggers memories. Oh, fucking hate you, uh, uh, Alyssa. Thanks to you, only pair of kangaroos was ruined. Talk about childhood trauma. Yep. All right. Here we go. Ask family, let's do it, shall we? Let us get to this, the final round, or the second round, and then we will get to the finals of Celebrity. Ah, wait. Celebrity. Celebrity. Deathmatch. Deathmatch. baby. In our first round, we saw LeBron James and Hillary Clinton wreck the competition. And now they are on the Mount Rushmore of Crybabies. Who will join them? We're going to find out right here, right now at ArnieRadio.com. Let's get it on. All right, in our first matchup, ass family. We have the man who just released a very controversial slash stupid series on Netflix, the one and only Colin Kaepernick. And he is taking on Colin Kaepernick, who equated the NFL draft to the slave trade. Colin Kaepernick is taking on the LGBTQ community. Colin Kaepernick versus the alphabet people. Ask family. Who ya got? I wish you could vote both, but you can't. Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a clear-cut winner. A clear-cut winner. It is Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick moves on. Oh, the next one's going to be even harder. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Who is a bigger crybaby? That mustachioed moron himself, Geraldo Rivera? Or that red-headed bitch on The View, Joy Behar? Joy Behar versus Geraldo Rivera, ass family. Who ya got?
have ourselves a winner. The only time this person will ever be called a winner in their life, and that is Joy Behar. She moves on. Uh, I just want to say thank you, by the way, uh, Chris, for, for your email. I'm not going to read it. Uh, I'm going to keep it personal. Uh, but, yes, you do a great job each and every week. And as family, you are uh, – let me just say, I feel very, very lucky to have Christopher doing the movie reviews, and he does a great job, and he really, really is good at it. So, please, if you ever get a chance, like, on, on one of his posts or something to say something, please do say something like he's doing a good job because I think he, he deserves all the credit in the world. And uh, I will try to always continue to give that to him. All right, next matchup we have. We have that loser from CNN, Don Lemon or Lemon, whatever you'd like to call him. You have Don Lemon. Taking on another journalist, Rachel Maddow, who actually did break down the other night. Don Lemon, Rachel Maddow, ass family. Who you got? CNN pundit and the other's MSNBC pundit, Cowboys girl. We have ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen. It is the gay man from CNN, not Anderson Cooper this time, but Don Lemon. And our final, final battle of the day. I give you the woman who just said that birth reminded her of rape. Alyssa Milano. Taking on the man who just shaved his eyebrows off, who is so fucking crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Kanye or Yee West. Kanye slash Yee taking on Alyssa Milano. Ask family who ya got. Kanye has an illness. Yeah. 
right. Oh, man. Ass family. Ass family. Alyssa Milano kicked the shit out of Kanye. Now the final four is set, and we will figure it out right here, right now, ass family. In the immortal matchup of Colin Kaepernick versus Joy Behar. Colin Kaepernick, former NFL player, taking on current moron on The View, Joy Behar. Ass family, who ya got? Congratulations to the moron that equated the NFL tra- uh, draft to slave trading. Colin Kaepernick is on that mountain. Who said, dude, Cap will be the face? Oh, this is leading up to quite a possible matchup. I, 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 that's all I'm saying. Our final matchup is this one. Will it be the gay face of late night CNN, Don Lemon, or will it be Alyssa Milano? Don Lemon versus uh, Alyssa Milano as family. Who ya got? a winner-ass family. CNN pulls it out, and it's Don Lemon. Don Lemon. So the matchups are set for the end of the show. The final four is here. We have the mountain. We just need the face. Will it be LeBron James? Will it be Hillary Clinton? Will it be Colin Kaepernick? Or will it be the aforementioned Don Lemon? We will find out next at ArnieRadio.com.
I'll come in last night about a half past ten That baby of mine would let me in
flowers fashioned from Annie's despair with paper and shears with some wire and wax she made up each tool up and mum as snowflakes drifted into her tenement room her baby little fingers grew numb from making art Artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of high fashion to wear She made artificial flowers Artificial flowers Made from Annie's despair Oh, bring it home! They found little Annie all covered with ice Still clutching her poor frozen shears Some she had fashioned by hand And watered with all her young tears There must be a heaven where little Annie can play In heavenly gardens and bowers And instead of a halo She'll wear around her head A garland of genuine flowers no more artificial flowers Throw away those artificial flowers Flowers for ladies of society to wear Throw away those artificial flowers Those dum-dum flowers Fashion from Annie Fashion from Annie's despair Give her the real thing. F-A-N-S oh. or 775-376-E-Z-E-Z. That song always puts me in a better mood. I know it's about the death of a little girl and everything, but man, oh man, and, and Kevin Spacey might not be a good person, but man, oh man, does he kill that Bobby Darren song right there. 
And look, a lot of these covers I play, I'm kind of fans of, but not really. Like the Iggy Pop one, The Lust for Life, The Smithereens, they really didn't do that great a job, but it was one I put in. So it now I know. I, I I'm, Look, you guys can have all the opinions you want. This is your show, too. Oh, we're not happy with it. He says his apologies for being disruptive. You're not disruptive. This is a democracy most of the time. So there you go. Uh, all right, and by the way, sorry, I had to sing along to that one. So there you go. All right, last segment of the show today. The Rock has come out and said, by the way, by the way, uh, tomorrow night you got to set your clocks back, and Yellowstone starts on Sunday. So there you go. I've warned you all. Those are your big things this weekend. Um, the Rock has come out and said that his production company will not use real guns anymore due to what happened on the set of Rust. You can use real guns. You just can't use real ammunition. Uh, They're going to use rubber guns from now on. The actor who owns the production company, Seven Bucks, told Variety he plans to only use rubber guns on set moving forward. And we, quote, aim to apply the same practices to any other studio he works with in the future. So we're seeing people change, and then we're seeing people go crazy and change. I don't have a problem with guns on set. What I have a problem with is live ammunition on set. And the other thing is not trained people handling it on set. If you'd like to know, look, look. Well, Lottie freaking Doff of the Rock and his literally hundreds of millions of dollars that he can fucking afford the CGI bullet simulations. Unlike smaller companies, we might not be able to afford it. High five, Dwayne Johnson. Here's the thing. This is what I think happened. Wait till you hear the story next, though. The next story is the dumbest story I've ever written in ever, ever on this show. Dumbest story I have ever read coming up next. What I think happened on the set of the movie Rust was this. You had a very, very unexperienced armorer who was a female who was not being respected for her job as the armorer. There have been stories about how there have been a few incidents on the set with live ammunition. She should have the wherewithal and the well-being to say no live ammo. Okay? Nice. Virtual signaling much, Dwayne? Uh, have a great weekend, Ogre. Uh, I think this was a young lady and who wasn't being respected as the armorer because she doesn't have a lot of credits under her belt. And people were taking advantage of her. And she didn't necessarily know how to speak up. And, and look, I, I'm, I'm pinning this on her because it, the responsibility bears with the person who's in charge of the guns. They took this gun out that morning for target shooting. Unbeknownst to her, probably. I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I'm speculating on all this. They took, And you can't target shoot with blanks. 
and somebody was negligent enough to empty whatever the or 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 reload the gun and didn't realize that there was a live one still in there. Alec Baldwin fired the gun off and killed this woman. Someone will have to bear responsibility for it, both financially and criminally, because this was the loss of a life that didn't need to happen. I think it was all an accident. And I think Hollywood has to do better. And the problem is is that this doesn't happen on every movie set. They're making this seem like this is a rampant problem on Hollywood movie sets. The Rock going to rubber guns and shit like that is is jumping the shark, if you will. In my lifetime, I've seen this happen now twice. Once with Brandon Lee and now Alec Baldwin. That, yes, is too, too many times. But think about how many movies are made with guns in them. And it's only happened twice. I would say the safety record is on the side of the armorers and on the side of Hollywood here. This just so happens to be a, due to the ramped up political world that we live in, and it was somebody who is a staunch Trump-hating liberal, Alec Baldwin, I think that has what's blown this story completely out of proportion. And I'm not saying that to demean the life of the cinematographer whatsoever. I think it's rotten that her family has to deal with this. And they should be compensated rather handsomely, in my opinion. But to say that this is going to be an ongoing problem in Hollywood, I'll go ahead and just, I'll bank on the track record of Hollywood. Christopher says, that's super unnecessary. I wouldn't change anything about how we make movies. Live ammo and all. Just follow protocol. Hire people that know how to do their fucking jobs right. Probably uh, just stick to guys, too. (laughs) Stop that, Christopher. Now, are you ready? Are you ready for the stupidity? I I don't know who this actress is. Oh, I guess this was uh, Aunt Viv. One of the Aunt Vivs on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Janet Hubert. She said on Twitter, am I crazy? The answer to that is absolutely, positively yes and stupid. But my first thought was Baldwin was given this gun on purpose from someone to get back at him for his Trump impersonations. I have never seen prop guns sitting out on set ever. Then to photograph his pain and give it to the press, hmm, so very heartless. Trumpers? Question mark. Really? Really? (laughs) Somebody gave, okay, okay, Aunt Viv. You haven't been on a lot of sets because, well, I'm a, let, let, me, let me break this to you. You're not a very good actress. And maybe, uh, I, I don't recall a lot of guns being used on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I know that there may have been 
one or two maybe. Maybe. Uh, but to blame this on Trumpers over his impersonation of Donald Trump, This lady's 100% for real on this. She's not joking. Like, I'm not joking. This is a real story. She thinks that somebody handed him a live weapon. Really? I, I, I mean, honestly. And to photograph his pain, it, give it to the press. Who, who do you think took the picture, stupid? It was a fucking paparazzi, moron. That's what they get paid for. They're at movie sets. They're going to be at a movie set where Alec Baldwin is. Why? Because Alec Baldwin is a loose cannon. No pun necessary intended there. This is a guy who beats people up on the streets of New York. He has paparazzi following him everywhere he goes. There's always paparazzi on the set of a movie. That's who took the picture of him while he's being distraught. It wasn't some crazy Trumper who who snuck onto a Hollywood set, first of all. Okay. So what I'm to believe is this crazy Trumper might be somebody even in the... Well, let's go the, the crazy route. It's a crazy Trumper... That, that that somehow got on the set. Then, then they found their way to the guns. And it's a Western, so I imagine there were a lot of guns. But this person knew exactly which gun they were going to give Alec Baldwin. And they put real bullets in it. Oh, my God. Knowing he was going to fire it off in the direction of the cinematographer. She saw a way to get attention and look at her, Alec. I mean, took her shot. <laughs> what a fucking retard. I, I, I mean, seriously. I mean. Boy, you might be legally retarded. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert. I believe. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Yeah. Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. I did not use an ethnic slur, so I, I did not do that. I just said. No, he's not retarded. But she could be. She she terribly could be. Come on. Really? We're, as a nation, we're better than that. Come on. Okay, we have to cover this again because they went out on yet another date. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. Somebody has broken down what makes Pete Davidson so appealing. His vulnerable puppy dog eyes. Guys, if you're looking to get vulnerable puppy dog eyes like Pete Davidson, smoke a ton of weed. And his alpha male height. He's tall. Okay, so in Hollywood terms, he's like, Six two six three. She says that because that's some bullshit her party would do, right? I mean, Jesus. 
Okay, so his alpha male height, even though I've known plenty of tall guys that are not alphas, to his desirable sense of humor. Now, look, as someone who has been practicing comedy his entire life and has gotten paid rather well for his comic timing over the last 30 years, me, I think I can judge comedy. Derek, have a great weekend, buddy. Um, Pete Davidson's not funny. Pete Davidson doesn't do anything that's funny. Pete Davidson has been given opportunity after opportunity, and I think it's wrong, the opportunity he's been given. Um, they gave him the opportunity because his father, who was a hero, died in the towers on, at 9-11. And I truly believe that is the only reason why Pete Davidson has ever been given opportunity. Hey, hey, like Alec Baldwin, you got to take your shot. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna fret him for that. Pete Davidson's not funny though. Now I saw a couple videos yesterday. Someone who's in the Hollywood circles says the reason why Pete Davidson is hanging out with Kim Kardashian, and they had a second date, is because of what we all thought yesterday. I guess they have some firsthand knowledge on this that Pete Davidson is hung like a fucking moose. Meaning that he could lose a finger if he ever gets an erection because the blood flow will not supply to his digits. So I have to say, on Pete Davidson's account, good for him to have a large wiener. That is the only reason. Only, only reason he's gotten chicks like Ariana Grande. And if he has a humongous wiener and he was with it, he probably split her in half. That's why they broke up. Had nothing to do with Mac Miller or whatever that rapper who is who OD'd. She was tired of getting her fucking urinary tract infections. He was knocking the bottom out of that shit. Kim is like his Everest, because she's been with some big cocks. She's been with some BBCs, my friend. So we'll see. But th- this is this is a relationship that just needs to go the fuck away. Our final story today, I'm not happy about, not happy whatsoever. And we're going to do something about it right here, right now. We're going to make us a phone call. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to make a phone call because I believe a phone call is necessary in this. Six, seven, one, five, eight, five, twenty, seven hundred. We're calling the National Toy Hall of Fame in Rochester, New York, because they've done it again. Thank you for calling the Strong Museum. If you know your party's extension... You I may don't. dial it at any time. No. Please listen carefully as our menu options have changed. For information about museum hours, Mm-mm. ticket prices, and parking, no. press 1. No. For directions to the museum, I don't need this. press 2. To learn about current admission discounts, press 3. No. For general information and questions about the museum, 
press four. Maybe four. For membership information, Maybe press four. five. I'm holding it. To book a field trip, school no. lessons, no. or other no. group reservations, no. press six. No. For birthday parties, no. an exhibit, and facility rentals, no. press seven. No. For the staff directory, press eight. No. For security, press nine. No. Four it is then. I'll have to look this up, V Coop, if we've done a Mount Rushmore of toys. I think we have. Thank you for calling Strong Museum. This is Mary. May I help you? Yes, ma'am. Uh, this is the National Toy Hall of Fame Museum, correct? Yes, it is. Uh, I, I saw that your list of toys has recently been released, this year's inductees into the Hall of Fame. The three newest ones were inducted yesterday, yes. yes and congratulations on that. I just, I, I, I've sent in many, many uh, uh suggestions and i'm just wondering why the evil knievel toy is not in your hall of fame you you have a That's stick a... you have a stick a literal stick in your hall of fame but no evil knievel toy i i don't know why the evil knievel is not in there but i can i can have someone get back to you the the stick was put in because it's easily recognizable and it's used for so many different kids use it for you know, to play, you know, sword fighting or whatever. It's just such a, an iconic toy that, that kids it, it, use. But it's not to say that the evil Knievel is, is, is not. Mm-hmm. Which, which evil Knievel toy are you The evil Knievel of? toy where you, round, you, 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 you rev it up and it rides and it jumps and it does things. A toy evil mm-hmm. Knievel made over $3 million with in 1976 alone. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I honestly, like, I, I don't know this. Is the, is the cardboard box in your Hall of Fame? Because kids use that as a toy. Yes, it is. There it is. Okay. I, here's my next suggestion. Um, how about a window? Because plenty of kids lick windows. Should that be in the Toy Hall of Fame as well? Would, would you like someone to call you back? I would love that. My name is Arnie. What is what's Arnie? Yes, ma'am. And your last name? States like United States. And your phone number? It is area code 775 Yes, ma'am. Okay. What? Uh, where is? What uh, time zone is that? Uh, you can call. You can call me anytime. I live in the Central Time Zone. That is a West Coast time zone. I recently moved. Okay. All right. Well, you have a Thank wonderful very- day, and I love you. You do the same. <laughs> there you go. They'll probably, <laughs> I think we do, too. I, I think we have the Toy Hall of Fame. Yeah, those kids in Africa use a stick by playing with it, by using to roast a bird <laughs> over a fire to prevent starvation. Christopher says, God bless this lady. Please be nice to her. Plantation owners played with sticks by using them to beat slaves. Jesus, that was dark. The stick was used because it's versatile. Versatile is a, yeah, right, Exactly. 
Exactly. It's not versatile. That's bullshit. That's a terrible answer. I had to put the window licking in there because that just made me laugh. But come on. This year's inductees. Are you ready? Are you ready? The American Girl Doll. Stupid. The Board Game Risk. Stupid. And are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready? Sand. Sand. You know, I think there are a lot of people that live, I don't know, in Ethiopia that fucking hate sand. Sand. Sand is not a toy. It's an element. It's like the damn stick. The stick is stupid. Sand. Oh, because kids can build sand castles. Sand. What's their reasoning for this fucking sand shit? Oh, they don't give any reasoning. Sand, the substance found at beaches around the world. You know, you know what else is found at beaches around the world? I don't know, jellyfish. Well, that's a fun toy to play with. How about the kids that are building a sandcastle? Boom, a high tide comes in and the kid gets washed out to shore. That's a terrible fucking toy. It's not a toy. Sand is not a toy. Sand. Sand. Yes, sand, as in cousin of dirt. Sand. If ISIS kid would play with something, he cannot go into the Hall of Fame. Amen. Sand. I thought, it, I thought it was, honestly, when I saw the picture and the story, I didn't read too much into it. I just saw what went in, the, the game Risk and American Girl Doll or whatever. I, I thought it was the, the, the bucket and the, and the shovel. No, 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 it's not the bucket and the shovel. It's fucking sand. Boy, there's nothing like playing with sand when your neighborhood is flooding. What a great toy. Maybe I could use a bunch of American Girl dolls to stop the flood from taking over my house. Sand. Jesus jumped up Christ. Sand. Jesus. I swear to God. This is the worst Hall of Fame known to mankind. I want to go to this Hall of Fame and literally take a crap right in the middle of it. Literally, the stick is in there. Can you imagine that? How fucking poor are you? Your favorite three toys in your entire life are a stick, a cardboard box, and sand. And if I am remembering correctly, dirt is in there as well. Good God, this is not a Hall of Fame. Oh, sand. Good googly moogly. Is it time? Yeah, I have to end on that. Let's do this, shall we? Ask family. It is that time again. Celebrity ass death match. Mount Rushmore of Crybabies. The finals! All right. So, so far... We have whittled it down to LeBron James, Hillary Rodham Clinton, Colin Kaepernick, and Don Lemon, 
And now it's time to see who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. Let's get it on. All right. <sighs> oh, my God. I hope they never decide on a bucket in the Hall of Fame. I think all the children have drowned in buckets. Maxi pads. I, look, look, look. Th- these lists are stupid. Yes, I agree completely. Let's not make them any more stupid. Or, in the words of Arnie States, stupid-er. <sighs> God damn sand. Jesus Christ. All right, ass family, here we go. Our first matchup to see who will be the face of the Mount Rushmore of crybabies is set. We have the Los Angeles Lakers player, and it's sad that he plays for such a great franchise, LeBron James, taking on a woman who made pantsuits look even worse than before. I give you Hillary Rodham Clinton. LeBron James versus Hillary Clinton ass family. Who ya got? Fuck you, C-Nasty. Sand. That was funny. Gentlemen, boys and girls, LeBron James. LeBron James has moved on. Oh, and what could be one of the most memorable finals ever. Half of it is there. The final matchup today, before the face. Will it be former NFL starting quarterback and current dipshit Colin Kaepernick? Or will it be CNN's very own gay black man to fill quotas, Don Lemon? Colin Kaepernick versus Don Lemon. Ask family. Who ya got?
have the finals. Ass family. Looky, looky, give me a cookie. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick is in the finals. And now it is set. One of the, I, I got to say, this is one of the all-time great matchups in finals history here. To see who the bigger crybaby is, who the face of the Mount Rushmore of crybabies will it be. Will it be currently overrated, one of the most overrated players in basketball history, LeBron James? Or will it be the political activist who is a moron, Colin Kaepernick? LeBron versus Colin Kaepernick, ass family. Who ya got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Banana phone. Grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best, beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular. more of crybabies here at arnieradio.com oh what a day it was ladies and gentlemen man oh man what a vicious amazing amazing mount rushmore it was uh with that i bid you a fond farewell and an adieu for the weekend i hope that y'all have a fantastic weekend please remember to set your clocks back Saturday into Sunday, meaning Sunday, you'll have plenty of rest to be rested up for the season premiere of Yellowstone on the Paramount Network. Please, if you go out partying this weekend, get yourself a Lyft, an Uber, a cab, get home safe, no drinking and driving. We saw what can happen with that in Las Vegas this week. Please don't do that. And please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're there. So happy weekend, everybody. I will talk to you Monday. And until then, adios, everybody. Hey, Mr. Bartender. Please don't be so slow. I've got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, I'm going to be feeling low so please please bartender i want a six pack to go oh, i've been a drinking all day long taking in the town oh, i've done spent my whole paycheck just a honky talking round well i don't have enough to pay my rent but i ain't gonna wear it though
I've got time for one more round and a six pack to go. Is outside waiting to arrest him. 